Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. This podcast is here to shake up the way you think about basically everything from health, beauty, entrepreneurship, and whether you're loving the newest trends. These ladies are here to prove that it's always better when salt and pepper come together. So here are your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Hi, Shakers. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. My name is Olivia. And I'm Lisa. And on today's episode, we're talking about how modesty is hottesty. <gasps> you said it. I did. I told you that was our condition, was that that had to be the name of the episode if we did <laughs> a modest episode. It's actually catchy. I've said it my whole life. I'm like, modesty is hottesty. And then people usually just look at me and I'm like, that's Roll their brilliant. eyes and run away. It's a brilliant thing to say. So you are, you are homeschooled, so. I didn't um, learn that homeschooled. I learned that from being a, a brilliant adult, an adult, if you will. Mm, oh, that needs to be on the no-no list. Ad- adult. Y- no, here, it goes along with the vase and the kissing on the cheek. Really adult? Yeah. So if you, so for anyone who's new to the show, whenever you start making six figures, you can start kissing people on the cheek, right? That's what we said? Yes. And then- You can start saying vase. I think only if the vase is over like, like $1,000. I think it can then be a vase, hmm. right? Like you're not going to call a vase like a $10 vase a vase. You're going to call it a vase. No, I think it's it's just like that's what those people do. Yeah, because they have $1,000 vases. Mm, mm-hmm. And then the new one is when you have multiple degrees, you can say adult. Like I'll accept it from a professor. Uh-huh. But unless you have multiple degrees, I'm talking three or four, you're not saying adult. That's so funny. My, my friend whose dad is a doctor he would totally say that he would he totally says adult it's because no matter what you say it's fine like if you if the person listening gets defensive just take it as it is like people with multiple degrees do get a they do get a little bit a little arrogant a little cocky that's okay people with multiple personalities they just (laughs) say no but um anyway what's your current obsession my current obsession is learning korean I can say that now, right? That was last week's current obsession because I just edited that on Monday. Oh, great. I still, it's my current obsession. I'm still well, currently obsessed with it. Well, last week you told me milk this, milk child this. So what can you expand on, expound on today? Um, I can, well, no matter what I say, it's going to be so bad. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone Korean's listening to our podcast, so give it your best shot. Okay. Um... <laughs> I, I just, I feel so awkward. Kamsamira. Okay, I've heard that before. But what is that? Um, that means thank you. Okay. Kamsamira. Yeah, I've heard that before. Uh huh. Okay. So, um, so say thank you for milking this child. <laughs> I won't say that. I okay. think I can, actually. Impressively. Yeah, I know. You need to start practicing. Well, I, I should probably use more proper language. Um, uh, Anyongaseo is. Hello. Okay. Um, do you want more? I would like one more solid word from you. Um, okay. You're talking so quiet now. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm getting nervous. nervous. Um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm just like so. Oh, Goyangi. Okay. Cat. Cute. So 
in you could say milk this cat that feels better than milk this child i mean i'm still not gonna do that right i'm just saying in the future if you want to do that you can. yeah i can i don't know sentence structure all that well so i can't just whip it out but sure with the american sentence structure i can absolutely do that okay what what i've realized which is also why it's my current obsession. I actually feel like my brain is healthier. I feel like mm. I see a difference in like my mood and the things that I do. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I have a more positive outlook on life, which is really weird. I don't think it has yeah. to do with Korea necessarily, it's but like learning, learning, um, educating makes me want to do that rather than like watch something. I like, I spend hours a day learning Korean, which is really fun. That's really cool. Um, and it makes me want to do other things that are useful for my brain. So, like, I started <laughs> knitting again. Or, or like editing walking, videos. Or editing videos. That would be great for your brain. Yeah. Um, my current obsession, other than Disney, I just got back from vacation. I'm detoxing. I'm in a total Disney <laughs> depression. The DD is, like, how we like to call it. Um, is the shoe build stork. So I found out about this bird. Everyone pull out their phones and start Googling the shoe-billed stork. It literally looks like a dinosaur. It's prehistoric. And the way it calls to each other actually sounds like a dinosaur. They use their throat and they like call out to each other. Well, not like that at all. But it's like in Jurassic Park when, you know, they will like lift their heads up and then they'll have like this like... Mm-hmm. clicking kind of sounds that's what they do are you looking the it up shoe. build stork on youtube they're huge they're ginormous when they're alive right now yeah it's shocking yeah that's terrifying it's watch a video of it walking and making like type in noise like sound it makes that does not look it doesn't real. look real right it looks fake <gasps> holding a f- no, I know. What? Wait, wait. It's killing a snake. It's they're ginormous. Let me show. Let me show it to you. Um, making noise. Oh my gosh, it's that insane. Will eat me alive, dude. How big is look. it? <gasps> is that in Disneyland? No. Is that in a habitat? Yeah, because I think they're endangered. Kind of makes me happy that they're endangered. Well, yeah, it's just so terrifying. I don't know if I want That's those terrible. walking on the earth. Well, at least there's not Wait, a you ton need to of hear them. the noise. It'll the the noise is what's gonna make you freak out more than anything. Oh no. <laughs> Isn't that shocking? That's how they communicate with each other? Yeah. It sounds legitimately That's, like... It looks like an animatronic. I'm I not know. kidding. And then one more. You have to hear one more thing. Everyone listen. Okay. Oh my gosh. That... Everyone That's listen. That's No. That's the bird moving its beak. And it chomps no. its beak down really, no. really fast. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, it's also, wild. Also, just so everyone, everyone knows... I'm not happy there's endangered species in the world. That's terrifying. Once you see the video, you're like, okay, everyone, yeah, has to look it up. Where does it live? I don't know. I mean, somewhere tropical, it has to. Amazon? Let me see. Southern Sudan, Africa, the wetlands of northern Uganda and western Tanzania. Is this new? No. That they found it? No, I don't think so. Um, there's only 3,300 and between 3,300 and 5,300 left in the world, which is so sad. That is really sad. I know. I realized on this trip more and more because I never really talk about it, but my dream is to do, um, for Archer and I to start doing nonprofits and I want to do one for conservation, like more Mm. than anything, like going to Uganda and going to be with the gorillas and stuff would be like, 
the coolest thing of all time. The death of me. I can't even imagine what it would be like. It would be so cool. But then it's cool raising awareness about this type of stuff because it's like, why are these things dying? That's so sad. Mm. They're literally prehistoric. They're like dinos. Yeah. So anyway, I are, hope are everyone they considered enjoyed that. prehistoric? I don't know, but they they, they, they look too prehistoric right. to not be prehistoric. Mm-hmm. Um, but I suppose we can go into our silver lining of the week. Mm-hmm. Mine is um, me and Zav are having a conversation about, wait, they're five feet tall. I was exiting out of my <laughs> safari. Yeah, dude, they're so five tall. They're very tall. They're like as tall as a tall. human. They oh. look like they remind me of what an ostrich would feel like next to you, but like they're, they don't have thin necks. They're like big. Oh my gosh. I know. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, Zav started asking me questions about the podcast and I was like, mm, no, like instantly defense mode. This is my baby. You do not ask me about my baby in this way. And I'm like, okay, my, I'm naturally very defensive. So I'm like, put down your defense mechanisms. He's just asking you questions, trying to get to know you better and your dreams and your ambitions. And Which is funny because that's doing. what you want. Like you want him I know. to ask you questions and you're like, shut up. <laughs> I know. I'm like, excuse me. How dare you? How dare you ask about my livelihood? Yes. Your work. Um, And it ended up being really good. It was um, kind of funny because I, I was telling Olivia, we hadn't seen each other for like two weeks and I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I had this conversation with Zav and I almost don't want to tell you cause I'm not like complaining. And I realized I don't want to talk things out cause I don't want to seem like I'm complaining. And I told her, she's like, that's kind of crazy cause I've been feeling these same things. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that I have been verbally processing yes. more. Yeah, I found it's worked wonders with Arturo and I, where it's kind of like you lay the grounds of this is friend talk or like we'll say this is like relationship talk and this is work talk. Let's try to not let them bleed. And this is TikTok. Huh? (laughs) Sorry. One more time with your dumb joke. What was it? And this is TikTok. And this is TikTok. It's an ad for TikTok. Right. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, making so if you work closely with somebody, I think making that known of like hey this is just friend talk this is how I'm feeling right now please don't let this bleed into like work talk Mm -hmm. which I think can sometimes be hard for people but I think it's good because then you're not just like pushing things down that's true so great my silver lining well there's a lot of them a lot of really funny things happened on the trip I'm so again DD (laughs) Disney depression um I realized one very important topic I will only work to go to Disney as an entrepreneur, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm not working for financial security or you, any. You're trying to go again? Yeah, I'm trying at any point. That I oh, can. my gosh. <laughs> like, people are like, why do you work so hard? I'm like, to go to Disneyland. It's like, you think I'm joking, but I'm not. Um, so w- it was extremely busy. Like, busier than it should have been. I mean, wait times were between an hour and two hours. Like it was. And then, so what does that mean? Like the lines, all the lines are an hour. But then of course, Disney has this new thing where without getting too much into it, it's like paid fast passes kind of, um, and you pay extra for it and they are worth it because then you can get to the line in like 10 minutes, but Mm. you can only go to, you can only go on one 
Um, and then you can't go to another one unless two hours has passed or you've redeemed the first one. So you have to like, um, like very, you have to like plan out your day. Like strategic. Yes. You have to be really strategic about it. And the really big rides like Rise of the Resistance, which by the way is like the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's an 18 minute ride, which is crazy. So it's worth it. But people are waiting three hours. So instead, you have to pay 20 bucks each for this thing called Lightning Lanes, which is Fast Passes. Okay, so that's 40 bucks for Arturo and I. For and the whole then, day? What? For the whole day? Whole day. Oh, that's great. But, well, you never used to have to pay for Fast Passes. So that's oh. what Disney people are like. Uh, but Disney lost like a, qu- a couple billion dollars during COVID or something. Mm. But then they're like, well, for this one, you have to pay 20 extra more dollars just to go on the ride. And at that point, you're kind of like... I've already paid $800 to be here for three days. Oh, my gosh. Like, we're just going to spend the money so we can go on more rides. So they have very strategically found out ways to get more money from people. And it works because you mm-hmm. don't want to wait in a three-hour line because then you're standing in line for so three hours. So how long hours. did you wait? Like 10 minutes. No way. So it's worth it. So anyway, this is Ugh, my silver lining. People are but so lucky. I know. My advice for anyone going to Disney is no joke set aside between 500 and a thousand dollars extra just to burn on things that is where i think we concluded with this trip oh my god anyway so we wanted to save our lightning lanes and bryce met us our friend bryce who mm-hmm. was on the show and it was so fun our last day and we looked at disney like it was something to accomplish that day it wasn't something to have fun we had a to-do list and we're like we are checking this off we didn't stop for lunch or dinner and we were running to each ride and it just made it really comical mm-hmm. but we go to space mountain which is one of our favorite rides and it's a 70 minute wait and we're like <sighs> we're just gonna wait at least we can talk to each other so we brought our lunch in line how do kids do this they don't and they cry and then that's why parents need to think very carefully oh about bringing gosh. their children or they go on a lot of kiddie rides and it's just not as fun for the adults mm-hmm. you got to weigh it out um so it's 70 minutes <clears throat> at that point we've waited like an hour and we get a thing over the intercom that the ride broke down oh. we're like oh my gosh we only have one day we want to go over to california adventure we're like let's just at this point we've waited an hour let's just wait So we wait 20 more minutes and I'm like, okay, guys, like we need to have a plan of how long are we actually going to wait? Because like we're not going to wait for another two hours. We're like, well, at this point, let's just wait. So we keep waiting. I think like an hour and a half, I think like 90 minutes goes by and they funnel us into this really small hallway and they have never done this before in any Disney ride. And I start to get really claustrophobic. It's like a really small hallway. And I'm like trying to find air vents. I'm like looking up for air vents because I'm like, this is terrifying. I'm like, let me get this straight. We have to wear masks on the bus, but we don't have to wear masks anywhere else. And I'm like licking the person in front of me pretty much. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So we finally get through the ride. St- the line starts moving and I, and I start chanting, no one stop no one stop the whole line in all of space mountain starts chanting no one stop and everyone is clapping i couldn't get my phone out fast enough to get it on my phone and i'm like this was worth it this was the highlight of my trip of my life truly hilarious so that's the story of how i got everyone to chant something i was chanting wow i know that's it (laughs) super worth it it was worth it (laughs) I didn't mean that sarcastically, but my face says otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. Though. I, lear- I I really learned that about myself in this last week. I look so differently from how I actually mean. I like how you say last week when I always tell you that. Huh? <laughs> you said you learned it last week, but I'm always telling you that. Uh, yeah, I guess not in this last week, in the last month. Yeah. Especially since the roast. Everyone's like, 
I couldn't tell if you were serious. I know. I had people tell me that after. They were like, was was, was she joking or did she mean that? Oh, my God. I'm like, she was joking. It's a roast. It's a roast. <laughs> it just seemed very serious. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Laugh after everyone? Uh, yeah. Was that good? Everyone good? Thumbs up? <laughs> Boy. I think people would have liked that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, well, that's what happens when you have an Eastern European face. Um, so how do we want to start off today's episode? What's up, everybody? We're Blair and Luke Fry. And you can tune in every Friday to our podcast. Catch up. With the Fries. We met through a Bachelorette spinoff dating show called The Blairette. And now we're married, traveling the world together, and sharing our journey along the way. Luke is a travel nurse by day, musician by night. And Blair is a full-time content creator. So right now, we're super blessed to both do what we love and see the world while we do it. Every Friday, you can catch up with us as we share our latest travel adventures, have real and raw conversations with one another, share more about our faith, and just have fun. Our goal is to put a smile on your face and help kickstart your weekend. So if you need a little pick-me-up with your new favorite weirdos, head to the link in today's episode show notes and you can catch up with with the fries. Well, I mean, I think there are some controversial topics in the life of a Christian, especially when it comes to a podcast that isn't necessarily just Christian, which we've talked about this a lot, where I think we just talk about our opinions and a lot of it's faith-based But then there are certain topics where I think it's really challenging because as a woman, it's hard to talk about modesty because it is really subjective compared to the person and compared to the woman. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of what we're going to talk about today is our personal experience, our opinions, and nothing is to be said in a way that's like we're judging. It's just how we feel about a situation. Yeah. Um, and making it very known that everybody's body is very different. And so like for me, I don't have big boobs. I don't have a big butt. Like I can quote unquote get away with more things than somebody who naturally is more curvy or whatever. And I think that has to be known because I feel like a lot of times, which you can probably speak on this of like, there are so many women I know with like huge boobs where they're like, I'm not trying to be sexy or inappropriate. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to wear a Mm t-shirt and I don't understand that experience. So We're just talking from our, I guess, our perspectives. Yeah, I can speak on this subject having been almost any size. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been obese, but I obviously having had children and then after having kids, still having a lot of weight, I've had massive boobs. I've talked about that plenty of times. I have (laughs) now like uh, normal not probably not even normal size boobs a little bit bigger than the norm but Uh um they're they're pancakes so I can pass (laughs) as having no boobs um so I can speak extensively on the subject having been many different types of body weights and um booby sizes and butt sizes um I mean honestly overall I think the like short answer And the quick answer is what is the heart behind the person? Yeah. And so what is your intention with how you are dressing? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to get attention, like sexualized attention? Are you trying to get certain attention anyway? Why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. Because ultimately, 
and I'm saying this as a believer, as long as your heart is pure, you yourself are pure. You're not sinning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I think everything else kind of revolves around that. You have to consider um, culture. So where are you? Are you in America? Are you in the Middle East? Are you in Europe? Mm-hmm. Are you traveling? Are you in a church? Are you in a restaurant? Mm-hmm. Are you, is it day? Is it night? Are there children around? Are there not? Yeah. <laughs> are there a ton of men around? Is it just girls? Um, I think there's a lot of these things to consider as far as dressing and like where you're trying to get your attention from. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're on a girl's trip, I probably don't care what you're wearing or what you're doing. If it's just a bunch of us girls and we're having fun and we're just doing our own thing, you can wear a thong bikini right. if you want to. Yeah. That's not going to make me feel uncomfortable. You could be naked the whole time and I literally mm. could not care less. And you'll objectify them no matter what. Absolutely. <laughs> they will look like a tool to me. Yes. Not a human. Um, and then um, who's around you? And that goes beyond culture. But like if you know someone has a stumbling block. Um, and so, I mean, generally. So generally speaking, uh, I'll throw in breastfeeding, for mm. instance. I know a couple of my brother-in-laws are uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So I cover up a little bit more around them. If I'm around my brother or my dad, the boobs are coming out. Yeah. And I don't care whether they see them or not. And that's um, not to say it's your responsibility. It's just that you have chosen to respect that boundary for them. Yeah. It's yeah. the same reason um, I am I drink uh-huh. um, <laughs> and I drink responsible, responsibly. But I won't drink around someone who um, has a alcohol addiction mm-hmm. um, unless they say they're fine with it and um, their spouse. Like, for instance, we had over a couple friends last week and um, we we asked them if they drink and they said no. And so we weren't going to. But he was like, oh, but it's fine if you do like mm-hmm. my wife does. Right. She just doesn't feel like it right now. Yeah. Um, and so you know, that is how I take into consideration as far as, you know, how I'm dressing or so when I go to church, for instance, I'm not going to wear the shortest skirt that I own. Mm -hmm. Um, and because it just, it feels out of place. It's the same thing. I'm not going to wear a bikini when I go to church. Right. Um, you're not going to wear a bikini if you just like go out to dinner unless you're in Hawaii. Like if it (laughs) seems out of place, then you're going to get attention for it and Mm -hmm. unwanted attention. And it's going to be, I don't want to say self-seeking, um, but it's like, why are you doing that? Right. Where if you're in a bikini and you walk off the beach into a restaurant and that's not weird, then that's not weird. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I come to it. Yeah. I think in the past few years, it's been really hard because I just have noticed more and more, I mean, honestly, how gross not all men, but a lot of men are. And... Um, And I'm sure, you know, women too. I know that women objectify men all the time as well. Mm -hmm. I just think it's really hard when, like, let's say in the morning, I literally roll out of bed and put leggings on and a sweatshirt and I go on a walk. And there's all these construction workers in the past few months and they are so like obvious about looking at my butt I will literally have turned and looked at them and raised my hands being like and mouthing like what do you want and they'll call their buddies over to look and it's like 
I have had to change the way that I go on a walk because I feel so uncomfortable with them doing that. And I'm not wearing those leggings to get those guys to look at my butt because that's not what I want at all. Um, and I mean, I've had I've seen guys take photos of my butt in stores and stuff. Ew, what the heck? And it's like, and our turtle will see it too. I'm also offended because that never happens to me. Just <laughs> well, Arturo will see it too. And then, you know, he'll point it out and he'll like make them feel really uncomfortable. And it's just one of those things of like, you know, hey, are, were those jeans too tight? It, like makes you second guess things, I think. Like, oh, were those jeans too tight? Should I not be wearing tight jeans? You know, oh, should I feel bad if those jeans fit me really well? And I've just had to come to the conclusion of like, it's not my fault if some guy is doing that or even a Christian guy friend of ours is doing that. Um, but yeah, definitely like a mindset check of like, am I wearing that dress because I feel like I look hot in it? It's like, is that wrong? And then it's like, well, what is your mindset behind it? Because the only person I would want to really think that is Arturo. Mm -hmm. So, but I do feel like the pendulum can swing because I know growing up, you know, like the tankini thing we always talk about. Mm -hmm. Like growing up in the Christian church, for all of you guys that didn't, whenever you would go to summer camp, they would tell you you had to wear um, a tankini or a shirt over a bikini. And then boys like weren't allowed to wear a Speedo as if most of them wouldn't want to. Um, and I feel like that always put in me like bathing suits are bad. My mm -hmm. body is sexual. I will cause somebody to stumble no matter what. And to this day, I can't wear a bathing suit. Like even mm -hmm. in like in front of friends, like thinking of wearing a bikini in front of our guy friends is like I could never do that. So I feel like it's hard when it also swings the opposite direction of like, yeah, but then that's stopping me from just like having fun and going swimming. Mm. But then you go, should it be a one piece though? Should it not be as revealing of a bikini? And so I feel like as a Christian, it is really hard because I'm like, yeah, I work hard on my body. It'd be fun to go swimming. But then thinking of, oh my gosh, what if one of our guy friends actually looked at me in an appropriate way? Is that my fault now? Should I not have done that? It's just like a hard topic. It's really frustrating when women get so much blame for what's going on. Mm -hmm. And um, as we said, like, we're not putting a Christian twist to this, but we just have Christian eyes when we look at this subject. Yeah. Um, like, who, who is the one who is sinning? So, um, I mean, scripture says, if your eye causes you to sin, take out your eye or yeah. even just having a thought about someone lustfully you have cheated mm -hmm. on your spouse yeah which is crazy. that is extreme mm -hmm. and i mean i and in, instead of taking that and saying like oh my gosh i'm just such an awful person it can give you so much more grace for yourself and for other people and help you like not judge other people mm -hmm. but help them so um i f for instance um uh, me and Zav have been doing marriage counseling for quite a few people and the subject has come up with couples like finding out that their husband has actually been having a hard time um, with things of this subject and then finding out oh I kind of have to redirect like who we're around who we see um, what I do on social media. So even Zav, like he can't, he loves surfing. He mm -hmm. can't follow a bunch of surfing pages because it has like girls' butts come in and they're, yeah. you know, wearing swimsuits with, and that's normal. And, um, that's normal in Hawaii, especially like mm -hmm. that's not an overly sexualized thing. But it's a lot just, of times they are sexualized. Like it'll just be a photo of like a girl's butt 
or something. Oh, yeah. So not anything like that, but they're yeah. literally like it's the surfing sport. Sure. And so it's not like they're trying to get a close up of the butt. It's like they're passing by on a wave. Right. And it's their whole body. But, you know, that that's their full on butt. And so, um, you know, I think um, when you're on a beach, it it's not going to have the same effect as you're at home on your phone scrolling mm-hmm. you've maybe you know haven't had sex in a few days or something and yeah. then those thoughts come into your brain that's when you have to rethink maybe this isn't something I should be following it's okay maybe in other circumstances but you know when I'm at home just scrolling on my phone this isn't helpful for me yeah yeah and I think too it's like um <clears throat> It's then I, I've noticed a lot of Christians, especially guys, will get it to a spot too where like they won't even hug other girls or they mm-hmm. won't compliment them because, you know, it's like, oh, that's not good. Like I can't even ride alone with a girl like that's not good for my marriage. And I'm not going to say that's right or wrong. Like, I guess whatever you need to do for your marriage mm-hmm. is fine. But I also know that there's a difference between like genuinely thinking somebody is like a beautiful human being and then being like yeah you're hot like I've had guys in front of Arturo be like yeah you're sexy and I'm like hello like what first of all no second of all that's so confusing but then I've had people be like you look so good or like you're really beautiful and it's like the same for me like I will look at guys and be like you're like super beautiful like you look great today and it's like that's not sexual I'm not lusting Mm -hmm. after them I'm simply saying like as a creation of God you're a really beautiful Mm -hmm. human and so I do think it can go really far because for me like I don't care if Arturo ever sees a picture of a girl in a bikini he's not following those people he's not seeking Mm -hmm. that out but if he's like I've noticed a lot lately people will be like well don't show Arturo that if I'm like looking at it I'm like why he's not lusting after them I'm like out of Arturo does not care like Mm -hmm. if anything he's attracted to people's personalities not their bodies um so I think it on both ends it can go so far as well if like hey if you're struggling that much you can't even like hug your friend who's a girl like what's going on there as well like maybe you really need to think about that too this is something that I've really been implementing in our own home and have been trying really hard to normalize with my boys is mommy's naked and that's okay. That's normal. Yeah. We actually have this thing. Actually, do I want to say this? <laughs> um. So, like, when I'm bending over, they think it's hilarious that my boobs dangle. That's funny. They want to hit them. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh-huh. I let them. Yeah. They're innocent. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like it takes away any, like, sexual Weirdness. desire or, uh-huh. like over sexualizing the body um the only time I tell bear like don't touch your penis or don't do that Mm -hmm. it's like no uh like don't touch your penis because your your hands are gonna get dirty that's like a private part right and it gets sweaty like I I try to explain it to him like you can't just touch your penis all day yeah and it's not like he's (laughs) you know doing it sexually or you know maybe it feels good I honestly I don't know Mm -hmm. he's so young um but it's like it's just the thing that little boys do all the time like yeah. they're always touching their private parts girls do that too mm-hmm. um so just like making sure we're having these conversations and not like normalizing these topics necessarily so they're everyday things mm-hmm. but um i want them to know like you can talk about these things if they come up if you're having these thoughts let's talk about them right um girls parts are 
the same as guys' parts. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that actually drives me absolutely insane and is so, um, uh, what's the word? Um, hypocritical uh-huh. is when women are saying, like, don't over sexualize my body. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go and do that to men. Yeah. As if it doesn't have the same effect. I see this all the time with K-pop artists, honestly, mm. because you never see them shirtless. It's like a, that's like a big thing in Korean culture. Like guys don't go shirtless on like K-pop idols, for instance, maybe more other celebrity types. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you do, like girls go crazy over it. And I'm like, it's because they never see it. It's right. almost making it worse that you're like over, um, it's like you're trying to make them like too innocent and there are these older men, they're in their late twenties or mm. in their thirties yeah. or even any time in their twenties. Like they're the same as any other people. The fact that you're trying to make them seem like there are these innocent beings and then it kind of makes it like a sexualized thing over time. Right. And then the comments are like oh, he's just the type to, um, to like, do this in bed. And I'm like, what? <laughs> where are you carrying this? Yeah. Like, it, it just creates this culture of, like, way over-sexualizing the subject. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more that you're almost, like, attuned and, like, normalized to something, which is, like, why I'm creating this culture in my home, um, the less sexual, the less sexual it is. Yeah. Did you know by subscribing to our podcast, you will get immediate access to our episodes every Tuesday? It'll give you a notification, so you don't even have to think about it. You can turn on these notifications on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. While you are at it, rating and reviewing the show takes less than a few seconds. It bumps us up on iTunes and gives us a shot to grow our community. It means the world, and we read every single review. If you're listening to the show and you love hearing our voices every single week, we would love to hear what you think. Whether it's your favorite episode, what you want to hear from us or maybe some stuff we need to work on we are super open to it and we would just love to hear what you guys have to say and while you're at it dm us hang out with us on instagram and join our secret facebook group the salt and pepper podcast insiders we love to talk to you guys we love to hear your thoughts and honestly we love to see it when you share our episodes thanks so much and let's get back to the show do you feel like you will can in turn have the conversations with them of like if anyone ever touches you, that's not normalized. Yeah. And do you feel like you can like have those conversations back to back? Cause you're making it more normal, like in a safe place. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, what if a, a friend or somebody touched them? Like, do you make it clear? Like you can tell me that whenever and yeah, stuff like that. I've already been having these conversations with Bear specifically. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I've already been having these conversations yeah. with him. Um, I don't know, you know, how much does he understand about this? Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't matter to me so much as we're already having these conversations. He yeah. can already talk to me about it. Um, I usually say it when he comes back from somewhere else or if we're going somewhere. Yeah. Um, or if it is like he's, um, you know playing with his penis and he's like joking around about it or something like that right. like he's almost four so he starts to make those jokes <laughs> um and I I'm like that mom where I like turn it into a lesson I'm like trying to play along with him and I'm like that's funny but if you ever do come into a time where someone touches your penis yeah uh this isn't like a word by word what I'll say but um 
like you tell mommy no secrets with mommy mm-hmm. you can you can have playful secrets mm-hmm. but um with you and me with mommy and with daddy you don't have any secrets yeah. we don't have any secrets you can tell us anything that's the rule and that- mommy will kill the person <laughs> who touched you <laughs> yeah um and then anyone who takes care of our kids like that's like a huge discussion oh, that we have yeah. already we're yeah. very particular with that yeah because i think i think a really hard conversation about modesty is you know this idea of um oh well they asked for it and you know you hear that a lot with you know women who are like at the club or I don't even know what you would say mm-hmm. at the club dancing um, you know and something happens to them it's like well you know there will be a whole stream of comments or whatever being like well they asked for it look what they were wearing and it's like obviously that is so wrong like nobody asks for it nobody deserves it mm-hmm. and just because someone is wearing something doesn't mean that and so I feel like um, it's good to have those conversations back to back because I've heard people talk where it'll be like yeah I mean some guy yeah like I got touched but like it's not a big it's not a big deal you know, and it's almost it's like huge. normalizing that then yeah. too and being like, hey, it's okay to normalize your body and not being like shameful of your body, but like don't normalize being inappropriately touched or if people are gawking at you or looking at you, like take that into your own hands. And that's what I'll do if men look at me, like I'll turn around and I'll stare at them and I'll be like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't feel like a lot of women will see that and be like, it doesn't really matter what you're wearing, but if somebody is sexualizing you or harassing you, don't just be like, yeah, it is what it is. I'm a woman. It's like, no, let's let's that face that so head on. Sad. I know. If I ever heard that, that would be a lesson instantly. Like, yeah. okay, let's talk. Yeah, Th- that's not okay. I know. Do not, and, and that's the importance. We we talk so much about knowing your worth and how that is much of the foundation of um, how you allow others to treat you and how you'll treat others. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you know your worth and that you are worth everything Mm -hmm. it's gonna help your brain know in a situation whether you can or should be treated that way and you probably shouldn't be right um I actually had a a instance like this happen it was my best friend's birthday and um we were out dancing we all a lot of us are uh, were married And so we're like dancing in a group, literally huddled together, us girls. And it was usually like the married girls are in the middle. (laughs) And then um, everyone else is like around you. And it's like a girl's night. Like we're all hanging out with girls. And um, I had this guy come up and slap my butt. He wasn't dancing with me. He literally just comes up. I tried slapping him. He grabbed my hand and I tried slapping him with my other hand and he stopped me. Ew. And I was like, so who do you think you are? Yeah. And he was like so drunk, which no excuse. Call the cops, man. Um, he was like, uh, well, what do you mean? I, oh, I said, why did you slap my butt? I'm married. And I showed him my finger and he was like, then why are you here? I'm like, excuse me? Even if oh, you is this a married. singles club? And even if you aren't married. Even if you are married. Why it doesn't would anyone matter. touch you? Why do you think asking. this is an open invitation? Yeah. Um, If anything, I was like straying away from like my body being on the outskirts of this party. Like right. I'm literally dancing with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran out, started crying. Turns out two of the girls went and slapped him. Yeah, one of them hit him and the other one slapped him and they were like calling him out and yelling at him and all of this stuff. I like felt 
I, I didn't even feel justified. I still felt so awful. And I felt awful. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to have to tell Zav about this. Mm-hmm. Zav has been angry. I've seen him angry twice yeah. ever. Oh, he was angry when mm-hmm. he found this out. And the best, I mean, the only, like, good part about that that came out was Zav never asked, like, well, what were you wearing? Yeah. Or what were you doing? Crazy if he asked you Um. Because, and I'm, I mean, at what point do you have to be, like, asking for that? Like, to where you're getting felt up by someone. Yeah, I guess someone. if you're, like, grinding on someone and, like, giving right. them signals you're into it. <laughs> yeah. Then I guess maybe. like, maybe. a come, come hither finger or yeah. something. Come here. Come here. Come slap my butt. This is open for business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, it's so crazy. And, and I feel like with with modesty it's like a gray area right like it's Mm -hmm. really hard to look at it especially because even if you looked at it biblically it's like well we wear such different things now than we did in the bible and um but i do think what you said at the beginning like it's all about intention and um and i think it's all about knowing it's not my responsibility but what's the right thing to do Mm -hmm. especially and even if you're not a christian like i think if you this is my personal philosophy which people might have an issue with it but like i believe if you want respect you need to demand respect and show yourself respect Mm -hmm. and for me when i see let's say it's really cold out and i'll see a group of girls and they're all wearing short shorts and crop tops Mm -hmm. i'm like you're cold (laughs) everyone knows you're cold you know and you're just wearing this because you want attention So to me, I go, you don't like that you attract like the douchebag or the jerk. Well, what are you putting out? Do you deserve that guy? Do you know your worth? Yeah. It's like, do you know your worth? And it was funny because when we were in Disney, it was really cold, like colder than it's ever been, which was a dream to me. But there was a group of girls walking. You could tell they were probably like 17 or 18 wearing like pretty scandalous outfits. And we were walking next to these people and I could overhear him going. um, It was something along the lines of like. Well, when you see a girl dressed like that, you kind of already know what you're going to get at face value. Like kind of just saying something like, you know, that there's not much more to it, Hmm. which regardless of if that's right or wrong to say, I think it's like if you want to attract a respectable man who's going to treat you with respect, how what are you putting off into the world? And on the flip side of that, not even talking about morals, but even talking about just like fashion, like I value a really cool outfit way before showing more skin. Like you can look so cool and fashionable and awesome and like still be attractive without wearing less clothing. And I feel like a lot of women think like I'm going out to the club. I'm going to wear a really short, short skirt and like a bra pretty much. It's like, okay, that's fine if that's what you want to do, but what does that like appear like how does this make you appear and again I know that can be like really dicey but I think you can tell a lot about a girl based off of how she dresses and I think um and I think that there's two things about that so if you're dressing like that are you hoping to get that kind of attention and if that is then that's the kind of attention you're gonna get yeah But if you're talking about like convictions and whether you're right or wrong, if you want to put it that way, if there's a black and white, it all comes down to the intention behind it and the thought behind it. Mm -hmm. If you're like, no, this is a cute outfit. This is the kind of stuff that I wear. Right. I don't think that this is super revealing or is going to make people even over sexualize me. Right. Then you're in the right. Honestly, like that's that plain and simple. Like. That's your conviction. If someone else's conviction is I shouldn't be wearing this crop top and I feel uncomfortable and people are going to be looking at me weird and 
then you're probably not supposed to be wearing that. Yeah. You're in a different place. Like when I had bigger boobs, I had to be way more careful about the things I wore. Yeah. Honestly, it really sucked. I have longer legs. I have to be really careful about the the sh- uh, skirts that I wear. Right. Because you can see more way easier than someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I think it. And I do think it's really easy to look at this and be like, well, guys never have to worry about this. And it's like they have to worry about their own set of things. Like, yes, women have to worry about more with their bodies. But I think it's like we don't have to worry as much as people think that we do. Mm -hmm. Like, I think if you go into it with the right intention, like you were saying, and you wear something you love and you feel good in, just do that. Don't second guess yourself at that point. Wear something warm. Right. (laughs) You know, like, hey, if I can fully see your butt cheeks like maybe let's add a couple inches (laughs) I'm not saying you have to but like when I'm ordering coffee from you and you bend over and I can see your butt like first of all you're working so I'm confused but second of all it's like who do you think is gonna look at you do you want older men looking at your butts like what are you wanting Mm -hmm. from this situation and by the way there are so many cuter outfits you can wear than those short shorts that's usually where my mind goes where I'm like that's just ugly what you're wearing too so yeah, I think it's definitely a heart thing and it doesn't have to just be a Christian thing either. It can mm-hmm. be like, really, what are you trying to put off into the world? And if you're always kind of complaining about the same things, like the people you hang out with or the the men you attract, maybe start to look a little bit at what you're putting off into the world. And I think you'll learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. And, and that can go more even deeper than like what you're wearing. But like, are you trying to attract these kinds of guys? Yeah. Do you like the bad boy? Is it exciting? Yeah. Do you go to clubs where those types of people hang mm-hmm. out? Because I would argue that a lot of really good guys don't just like hang out at clubs. I don't know the percentage of that, but I kind of feel like. Well, and why are you it. going to the club? Yeah. Is it you to know. have fun or is it to find a certain type of person? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. <sighs> Well, we did it. Should that have been a Patreon? (laughs) (laughs) No, because I think I think it is really subjective. And I think bottom line is no matter what you wear, who you are, we love you and we want you to listen and be a part of our community. Um, But I do think in the end, I think conversations with women, it almost always circles back around to your worth. Like it always Mm -hmm. circles back around to how do you think of yourself do you think that you need to wear that? Is that the is do you need to wear that because that's the only reason somebody will like you? Cuz I think a lot of girls think that way. And it's like no, like start to value more parts of yourself. Like become educated, like talk with men. Don't just use your bodies. Like there are so many things to it. So Well, I I saw a study that um depending on it was like at what point do men um well, the study was um, a researcher was showing men photos of women with less and less clothes mm-hmm. and analyzing their brain at the same time. Mm. And there was a certain extent, and I can't tell you what kind of an outfit it was, but um, there's a certain extent to where men literally objectified the women. Like they actually looked, it had the same... Um, brain waves as when he looked at a tool in a toolbox no joke it looked exactly the same Ew. so there's a point where he sees you as a human and how he can use you and then yeah mm. and then how yeah. you're just an object 
and he sees you as an object to be used. It's interesting because I was talking to a couple of my guy friends who are both single and they're Christians and they said, you know, they'll be like interested in a girl that they meet and then they'll go to her Instagram and then he'll just go, yeah, I opened up her Instagram and all the photos were bikini photos mm-hmm. and all all the guys in the car were like, oh, that's such a bummer, man. And it was actually really interesting. Like, Aww. it's really sweet of me to be a part of that. I'm like, that was like really like crazy that you all thought that and he goes yeah and you know and I told him my part of it too I'm like hey you know I have a hard time wearing bikinis because I do feel like it's inappropriate I'm like what if you're just at the pool or a beach and he goes I'm not talking about you being on vacation and you take a photo with your family he's like but when I go on to a female's profile and almost every photo is a her female's ha- profile. <laughs> a woman's <laughs> profile and they're all either half naked or in a bathing suit he goes you really can tell a lot about a woman and how she values herself based off of what she posts mm-hmm. I'm like yeah I think I think you're right about that. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was like a cool perspective from, especially if there are women listening who are like, there's no good guys left. It's like, yeah, there are a lot of good guys left, but it's where are you trying to find them really? Yeah. That's so so true. Well, is that, is that it? Yeah. All right. I didn't look at my notes one time. Yeah, I have so many notes. (laughs) I know. I think it's just just muscle memory. Um, Well, guys, if you haven't yet, you can follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. And then you can follow us personally at Olivia Crin and at It's Lisa Brosser. You can also join our secret Facebook group, the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. And we have a Patreon coming. So everybody stay tuned for that because those will get way more spicy than this episode. They are so fun. They're so good and so fun. Um, And if you could just subscribe, rate, and review, can you just let everyone know how much that means to us? It means so much. (laughs) <laughs> we have we we definitely don't have as many reviews as we do listeners so some of you are slacking and spotify um you can't write reviews yet but if you listen primarily on spotify you can leave stars now so Woo-hoo. that's so easy just like go on I know, and just leave a star it, it helps other people see our podcast who also like the things that we talk about yeah so it'll help us out um and i think that's it so it's always better when, when salt, salt and pepper, pepper come, come together. together bye thanks for listening Tune in every Tuesday on the saltandpepperpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.